Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. If you are looking for any of the videos that you have been watching and you want to find them in written form, their original format, you can find them at themastersvoice.com. That's www.the-masters-voice.com. So I'm working through these prophecies on the blog. And today's prophecy is three is three and a half years old. This is from June the 30th, 2019. And it is part of a series that the Lord gave me over time progressively. And that series is entitled Desolations Are Determined. Desolations mean a hard judgment. To be left desolate means that you have no um, redress, meaning that you've suffered wounds. No one is going to be able to heal those wounds. Nobody's going to be able to bind those wounds. Nobody's going to be able to offer a solution or remedy. And that is why you are left desolate to be desolate literally means to be without hope. And the desolation series, almost all of them are directed to all the nations. So these prophecies are for all countries to listen, to take heed, to pay attention to what God is saying to the nations in these final times. So the banner scripture is 1 Peter 4 and verse 11. If anyone speaks, <coughs> excuse me, please. Let them speak as one giving the oracles of God. The oracles of God means prophecy that God has given directly to a particular vessel and told that vessel to proclaim it. Not everything that God says to you is for public consumption. Not everything that God says to us is supposed to be declared as an oracle of God. To give the oracles of God, you have to be called by God to be a prophet because prophets are the ones who carry the oracles. They answer to God directly for the words that they have spoken. If anyone ministers let them do it in the full ability God has given. It means that if anybody's serving in the house of God, you're not expected to do it half-heartedly. You're not supposed to do it and then withdraw and say, well, they did this to me and that to me. God is expecting us to bring the fullness of our talents to bear when we are ministering. That in all things, God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. And that is 1 Peter 4 and 11. So I, I received this prophecy. Um, I was in a, a state of high elation, great joy. And I've explained on many videos that sometimes when your soul is just open like that and you're in such a positive mood, God will come, but he doesn't always come and say the type of thing that we are immediately open to. So the Lord began to speak to me and he said, prophesy to the church, prophesy to the unbeliever, the doubting, the rebellious and the profane, prophesy to the leaders of the body, good and evil, those who shepherd my church faithfully and those who have departed from me to raise up centers of worship unto themselves. Prophesy even to those who are nothing more than maniacal cults sucking up the life essence of the people of God. And so God is saying, speak to the church, 
speak to the leaders of their body, those of them who are good and labor well and deserve a worthy portion, those of them who are evil, who have departed from my ways, whose churches have turned into worship centers, where the pastor is the center focus. The pastor and his family, the church is more vested in them as celebrity cult figures than they are in getting closer to their Lord and getting to know their Jesus. Prophesy even to the unbeliever. This is the person who might find this video and after 10 seconds think, I don't have time for this mess. The doubting. This is people who have come near to the body of Christ. They may even be in the body of Christ, but any prophecy they hear, any word they hear, as long as it doesn't sound like something they like, then they will say, but did God really say this? And they're full of doubt. And that is why they will inherit the wind in the time that the Lord is judging. The rebellious, it might be people who knew God and walked away. It might be people who your family, your friends are trying to draw you to God and you just don't have time for it. And the profane, these are people who absolutely reject anything to do with God, anything to do with religion. They're out there in the witchcraft centers of the world, bowing down to the Baphomet, serving Satan, and giving all their talents to the devil. God says, prophesy even to all nations. Do not leave one out. This is the word of God to you all. From this time forward, desolations are determined. Even from this time forward until the very last day when I alone crack the sky and I appear in radiance unapproachable, unending light to gather my people to me for the appointed time. I will only take these people. Please listen to the attributes. Courageous. Persistent. Faithful. Pure righteous, holy, gentle, kind, loving, approachable, giving, enduring, holy, rejecting evil, rejecting evil. This means that even if you fit all the top ones, but when sin shows up, you're the first one to advocate for it. Beg for sin. Canceled. Keeping your eyes from filth. You fit all the top ones and then still have the porn habit. Canceled. Keeping the body sanctified. Going to church. Still in bed with men and women. Canceled. Refusing to eat the evil meat and bread at the table of the adulterers and adulteresses. Still sitting in the false churches. Still attending Potter's House, Lakewood, Stephen Furtick's church, whatever it's called. Bill Johnson's church, Bethel. Still clinging to Hillsong, no matter how far the ship has sunk. You still want to be associated. Cancelled. Free from fornication. Free from sitting with the vile and the evil man who plots wickedness against others. Canceled, free from perversion and strange fire. All the followers of false prophecy, all the people who won't leave their little prophecy cults. Strange fire is called false prophecy. Canceled, free from self-worship the self-free brigade, your social media is just nothing but an altar to you. Cancel. Free from worshiping images. 
This is the false religions who actually worship physical images of creatures, gods, deities, worshiping their own prophets, other gods, those who worship leaders, those who worship icons, those who worship the celebrities, those who worship themselves, those who worship pastors, canceled. Sanctifiers of their children and the children of others. What a beautiful observation. You that raise your children in holiness and you even have concern about how the children of your sister and your brother are being raised, how your grandchildren are being raised. Keepers of my holy word, perfect in my holy sight, true, above all, looking, waiting for my return. From the Lord's own mouth, we hear a list. And now we must soberly examine. Look at the church around us. Look at your family members. I always think on this on by myself. Your family members, when you share these words of truth with them, are you applauded? Are you praised? Are you told, thank you so much? This stuff sharpened me on the inside. In fact, some of her words cut me a little, but I needed that because when she cut me, what came out was not even the righteous blood of how good I am. What came out was the pus of all the hidden mess that was inside me. Thank you for sharing this woman with me. She's helping me to sharpen my obedience to God. Hearing her word teaches me actually what kind of discernment I'm going to need going ahead for me and these children. Are you welcomed in the groups when you share these things? Or are people kicking you out or leaving the group so that they won't have to listen to the noise that you bring them? Look at the church around you and ask yourself soberly, is it ready for the coming of the Father? God says that these people will be taken with a sudden changing of their garment, a changing of this flesh that dies, will be replaced by a perfected body that can never be destroyed by disease or death. I will gather them to myself just like a hen gathers her chicks at the approaching storm. As they run to her and hide under her wings, so too my people will rise through the thunders and a mighty roar of the heavens to see my bright and shining face. Sanctified, glorified ones you are. Be patient. You must endure a while and be purged of all your dross. Be patient and work. Do the works of righteousness and of faith. Persevere. Do the work of an evangelist. Win others to the cross in the light of my coming. Work in the vineyard and get the late grapes. Am I not the Lord of the harvest? And have I not said that I will give the same wages to those who came at the beginning and those who came at the very end? Did I not give the late and the early workers the same payment? Then why are you taking your hand from the plow? and you are allowing the last of my fruits to perish on the vine. Do not do this thing. Go out there and gather every last stalk of wheat into my barns. My time is come, says Jesus Christ. My time is come. It is not coming. My time, 
and my hour has come and I come now with a fist to strike the nations and to finish the kingdoms. I am not coming with a feathery light approach. My signs will be these thunder, lightning, the tossing and the roaring of the waves. The foundation of the sea's very belly will be uncovered as a woman lifts up her skirts. Signs in the sun and the moon and the stars, the waves and the seas roaring. I am going to drown some countries with my coming. Water as far as the eye can see. Watch for my coming more than you watch for your daily bread or even your daily employment. Watch for me, my people. I come with the thunder and lightning. Strange appearance of lights in the sky as the deceiver seizes his moment and begins to deceive with all manner of lying signs and wonders. Watch for these signs. They are ushering in the mark of the beast who tears much flesh and destroys even the bones and the bone structure of men. So let us go back. The Lord has listed the attributes of the kind of people that he will catch to him at his, at his return, telling them that he will change their flesh, this flesh that perishes and gives them, give them a perfected body that disease and death cannot destroy. He will gather them as a mother hen takes her chicks. But what is he saying? Endure until you are purged. How is the church going to be purged without the testing of the things that you have heard here? Work the works of righteousness and faith. Righteousness is believing God, but the works of faith are actually living out what is in the Bible. No living out what's in the Bible. Your faith is imperfect. And in fact, James said that without these works that prove that your faith is active, your faith is dead. He said, evangelize, tell people about Jesus. Win the late grapes for those who work since the beginning and those who work or who come and start working for Jesus at the very end will get the same payment. He said, why are you letting the last souls perish on the vine? Why have you become a social club that just is chatting on Facebook all the time? Our Lord is coming soon. Keep the oil in your lamps. He's coming soon. He's coming soon. And what? The people that he died on the cross for who have not been gathered in because all the workers have clocked out, almost all of them. Who's going to bring these people in? That's why the Lord says he's coming with a fist to strike nations. No feathery light approach. And here he begins to speak of the judgments that I have been faithfully trying to express that there will be thunder and lightning, terrible storms, the roaring of the waves, the sea troubled until the foundations will be exposed. This is tsunamis. This is the flooding that I've been talking about. There is a prophecy that I have not yet put up where God says that Florida for the sin that you commit, just a moment, please. For the sin that Florida commits, the Lord says that Florida will be struck by terrible storms, terrible water disasters. And in that prophecy, the Lord says that 
when these types of judgments start hitting America, we are going to start to see something that we never saw before, and that is dead bodies in water. So the Lord says, these images will not be coming to us from the media. Please listen. He said the, the U.S. media, um, no matter what graphic crimes uh, are committed, no matter what actually happens, they pander to the people in the country and they say this thing, um, these images may be disturbing for viewers. And so they will blur out almost everything. And that is part of what people, why people don't take violent crime seriously. In other countries, when there's water disasters, they show them everything that happened and the people learn caution. But here it's all blurs because everything in life must be sanitized when you're viewing it, even though it's not sanitized in real life. This is why people constantly try to rebuke me when I bring the full prophecy of what is happening to people who are being abused out there. Then they say, no, don't trouble us with this pornography. And my question is, the child who is going through this rape, does the child feel that that torment is pornography or is that the child's reality? If that is the child's reality, then how does your perception rise above what someone else is experiencing for real that you think you are too good to hear it as it happens? Because the church feels that the church is above real life. And this is why God said real life will come to our block. And for some people, to the house. When it happens to someone's grandchild who has said this, they will become the biggest explainer in detail of what happened to little Timmy. They will no longer call it pornography. They will call it the terrible, wicked evil that touched my grandchild. And I'm going to go on every single community forum warning others that this is what happens to little boys and girls. So sobering times are coming. These water disasters, when you hear that the sea roaring, it means that the deep will get upset. And the Lord said that we will see images of bodies floating in the water, not brought to us by the media, but because this is the cell phone age, he's always saying it. People are going to take live video of others who have lost their lives. He said they will be floating face down in the water and there will be so many uploads of this that social media people will not be able to catch all the clips and take them down. You take them down, they will go up on Twitter, they will go up on Instagram, they will go up on Telegram and Facebook. And we will see the reality of judgment. Signs in the sun, moon, stars. This is the darkness. It is coming before he comes. I will drown some countries with my coming. There is a prophecy on the blog. On the blog, it's two of them. One is called Woe to the Stands. Pakistan, Uzbekistan, Afghanistan, all these nations that fight against the Lord's word. The Lord said he will batter those nations with terrible floods. There's another prophecy called Woe to West Africa. And God says those gods that you keep worshiping one of them called guinea gods as in oh guinea oh guinea something like that he said the guinea gods and not guinea the country o-g-i-n-i -I, like that oh guinea said the gods the mermaid spirits the altars of the sea the the, the 
lodges of the sea, the water lodges that people take covenant to, because West Africa will not come away from feeding people into the sea to appease sea creatures that have been coming and eating one or two people from the village and the town since I don't know how many hundreds of years ago. And you can't evangelize those places because they have seen those serpents in the sea. They know that thing has told them, if you don't bring this amount of sacrifice per year, I'm coming out and then everyone will feel my thunder. So those people politely, they're like, listen, you're Jesus, we haven't seen him. But this serpent, it ate the chief 60 years ago and we're not taking chances. This is what it means that the underbelly, the belly of the sea will be uncovered like a woman lifting up her skirt. And I already brought the prophecies about how the sea will move so far back that God said we will see things we never seen before. The creature that I saw was multiple stories high. The sea had gone back and I was standing there and I was thinking, Lord, this is more arms than nature can create. This is more arms than we have ever seen in the sea books of creatures. This is what the Lord has said. So as we are watching for him, here is what he said. You will see the appearance of strange lights in the sky. Satan taking his moment to deceive with what? Two Thessalonians, um, two, the lying signs and wonders of 2 Thessalonians 2, verses 8, 9, 10, 11, and 12. I have been speaking about that for months, that you should know these aliens are coming to show themselves before anybody goes anywhere. Hear the Lord's words. Watch for the sign, for they are ushering in mark of the beast, kingdom of the beast, the one who tears much flesh, and he destroys even the bones and the bone structure of men. Let us go into this, for I am finishing these things. Why would God say that the beast that is coming, speaking of in this case, because the beast is a multitudinous kingdom, at the very bottom, is it has men serving the agenda of the beast, Revelation 13. But you go up and you will find above the heads of those men they are taking their instructions from strange creatures, creatures who increase in ranks. For instance, these creatures that are human-like, very tall, very good-looking, male and female, extremely blonde, ice chips, ice chips for eyes, all manner of light, light, light blue eyes, tall people, beautiful bone structure, very good-looking, completely human-looking, not a single human thing about them. They are a higher type of strange being than, for instance, the greys, some of whom are tiny and very disgusting with the reptile sticky, like stinky skin, and then other greys that I said shocked me to see that they are so tall that when you go into the supermarket, their heads are up where those supermarket signs hang, above the shelves. That's where their heads and shoulders are. I never knew that they can come in that height, that size. So there's definitely ranking for them. And here is the Lord talking about them and saying they destroy bone and bone structure. I have a prophecy on the blog and it's called H.G. Wells and something else. And in that prophecy, 
God showed me that whoever will make the mistake of coming near with these things, blending with them, they come to a place where they squeeze humanity just the way you might squeeze an orange. They squeeze so much with so much power. Even their ships can do this. That when I saw people, people had been rolled up into a big bloody ball. That's right. Us with all these bones, with all these sharp angles, elbows, clavicles, ribs, knees. We were crushed and pulped into a ball. And I saw those pulpy balls all over the landscape of the world. A world that they were in the process of spoiling. That is what they did with people. They extracted the liquid part of us and then just left this rolled up thing. You would literally be rolled up in your clothes in a big round ball. Not a single bone was solid anymore. This is the Lord saying this. As I approach, these lights will appear in the skies over the nations. They will promise peace and security to mankind, but they are the devil coming down to you in another skin. These are the lying wonders prophesied for the end. A time of great wonderment as men see for the first time what is hiding behind the heavy cloud cover that is hiding over the nations. The prophecy is pyramid, pyramids. Every time I mention a prophecy, please do the work. Write down the title of the prophecy, pause the video, write it down, and then simply go to my video dashboard or even to the search box and write the master's voice prophecy blog. Put in the title of the prophecy, pyramids. The video will pop up and then you can verify for yourself what I am saying. It's written on the blog. Every message has a written prophecy. God says that they are hiding behind the clouds that these ships create cloud to camouflage themselves. They also create rainbow structures and they also hide in the natural clouds. So he said, these strange clouds that your weather people keep giving new nice names, marvelous names. He said, these clouds are concealing a very bitter form of death that the enemy is bringing to men. It is a bitter deception a vile lie that will disrupt the entire surface of earth. It will change the way you live from one end of this earth to another. And no man will be exempted from this deception unless I, the Lord and master Jesus, exempt him and protect him. So many people will say, where's the scripture? Where's the scripture? What does it say in the Bible? He will attempt to deceive if it were possible, the very elect. Here's Jesus saying the same thing, that every man on earth would fall for this deception unless he, Jesus, protected the mind of this man, protected the mind, the heart, the eyes of this woman or this child from this deception. This is the great deception that creatures are coming from the sky to offer us utopia, a chance to upgrade, a chance to be ascended masters. Whatever appeals to the proud proud heart, they will serve that person, that thing. 
that they love and that they want to believe. God says, if I don't, he said, if I don't shield the mind by my spirit, every last one of you would believe this lie and bow down to it and worship it and give it access to your homes and children. These creatures can appear as the dead, but here is a more terrifying fact because I've been seeing it for three days and I did not know the Lord would bring me to this prophecy, but he is the master of timing. What I've been seeing for three days is a woman who has a brother and I think he's at Fort Knox. This may be a real woman. It may just be the typification of the visions God shows me that will capture a large amount of people, military people, or whoever has a family where one family member lives here and the other family member lives a far enough distance. But what I've been seeing is a military brother who serves at Fort Knox and his sister is at home. And they both know that generally, especially with America getting more and more volatile, that army peeps don't come home that often. They're not giving these people as much leave as they used to. Their families are getting used to longer and longer stretches without them. But I see a woman who hears dong dong and she comes to the door and there standing is her handsome brother. And she looks through the window and she is shocked to see him. What an awesome surprise. It has been forever. And he's got that military backpack on his back and he's in his camo, whatever they wear. And he's standing on the porch. Then he looks through the glass and he's like, hey, what's up, sis? She is so happy to see him. She's so excited. And she's about to move her hand on the door and a voice tells her on the other side of that door is death. Let's pause the tape for a second. Every single person watching this movie, imagine it's your aunt who came from another city, your aunt who came from another state, your aunt who just flew, your father who you weren't expecting to see. Hey, dad. And he's like, hey, kiddo. And a voice tells you, on the other side of that door is death. Let's check your obedience level right now. What do you go with? Thank you, God, for warning me. And you keep the screen door and the main door shut and turn around and walk away from your dad, brother, mother, father, best friend outside. Two, you pause. God, is that you? Why am I thinking this? Once you get to step two, which is to pause and start thinking those thoughts. Step three, where'd that come from? Any other thought besides the first person who turns and walks away, this doesn't end well for you. That lady heard that voice. She paused, odd thought. And he was like, hey, hey, open up, open up, it's me, man. And then she pulled open the main door and there was the screen door and she was looking at this tall and handsome man standing outside on the porch. Me, Celestial, God did not finish the vision, but I knew in me that woman will die. I knew she will die because she is part of a generation that does things to make other people happy. She's part of a generation that has not only never been taught obedience, but even when the parents tried to teach it, as soon as she got out of the house, she threw away everything that she learned about common sense, obedience, listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Even if you are not born again, 
There's a voice that speaks up called conscience. There's a voice that speaks up called instinct. This generation has perfected the art of shutting that voice up to make others happy, of quashing that voice to appear polite to others, about to reach out your hand and shake somebody's hand and God says, that's a warlock, don't touch him. That's six month worth of spells and deliverance that you need to. But polite society says that when someone shakes, puts out their hand, you have to shake it. So you shake and then you spend the six months, like God said, wrapped up in demon warfare, all because you would not go through 30 seconds of embarrassment, come up with an excuse, sorry, I'm not well, my hands aren't even clean. Nope, have to please people, have to appear acceptable to men. Very flaky on the inside, that's what I saw. They can mimic any living thing, anything, a tree, your favorite pet. As long as it is made of matter, some of them can change the form and become that thing. They will become your relative who's far enough away that you won't even think to call. You will think this is a visit that it, I did not expect. And that is how people will exit this life, crushed in bone and bone structure. May my words be a blessing to someone. There is a reason that I am the way I am. If I was the way that many of you wanted me to be, this word of God would have absolutely no saving power. You would have watched all these videos and stayed exactly the way you were before. And then what would be the benefit to you? The Lord says that anyone can believe this lie. Anyone can bow down to it and worship it. And please listen, give it access to the homes and the children. I've spoken of the vision of the woman who lived in these places where people don't live so close together. There must be places like this that appear when you see the houses at night, you'll see a long road and there will be one farmhouse here. And then it's a long way before you see another farmhouse like this. There are places where people don't live so close together. And this woman, young woman, maybe a transplant from the city, or maybe just a young woman on her own, native to that place. She had a nice house that seemed log cabin-like, and it was a terrible stormy night, and a handsome man came on the door and knocked, and he was soaked through, and he was like, look, I know this is weird. I'm so sorry. It's just that my car broke down a couple miles down the road and I've been walking and this is the first house I've seen. And he was talking and then just like they do, these serial killers, he stopped. And then he seemed to be aware that he's a man and she's a woman and why would she open the door? And he kind of laughed sheepishly and he said, you know what? I'm sorry I bothered you. Obviously you're not going to let a stranger into your house. I'm so sorry uh, for troubling you. It's okay. You know what? can you let me stay on the porch? Can you just let me stay on the porch just, a, just until the storm quits? And she looked through the door and it's simply because this man was good looking. That, that's all it is. I, I, could, I can replay this thing from my memory because I look at these things as I'm typing in the day, as I'm working. God is just showing me various scenarios like little computer screens. This is how people will be canceled out, Celestial. Some of this group will just follow the aliens. They'll go and 
They'll go off one too many times to the woods to gather around the fire, you teens that don't listen to wisdom. They'll go out and they'll be like, hey, let's see if we can see anything. And the Lord has said that when these things get brave enough, mass abductions will happen. All 15 of you. It won't even be like that poor Travis man that they destroyed years ago. All 15 of you, plus the two dogs that you brought for safety, thinking the dogs will bark if anything weird is out there. The Sasquatch won't get to get you because the beam will come down and 15 of you will disappear. And only in the morning when your parents know that you guys are usually back and not a single teen is back, then the sheriff will be forced to go out there and start making press conferences about what happened to 15 kids, male and female, and two dogs. This man stood on that woman's porch and he was shivering and she said, okay, you can stay on the porch, but she went inside, you know, women, softness is life. She started thinking about it, you know, it's a human being, wrong. And he's out there and it's windy and what can he do to you when you've got a shotgun and everything. And she made cocoa, she passed it through the door, she gave it to him, she passed him a blanket through the door and this is how they are. They are patient as sin. The same way that sin waits for people to be worn down. Let me make these videos what can help somebody who has an ear to hear. The same way you keep talking to that woman at work and you know you're married and every conversation massages you just a little more and you are putting your hands on the fence, forgetting that it's about to go electric. That you are six seconds away, six degrees of separation away from an affair and losing your entire family. Is the same way she kept tending to him through the door, but she had not yet come, said come in. But when that woman came out the third time, bringing that blanket to the man, she was going back through the door and she hesitated and God took the camera back to that man's face. That man looked like Jafar. There was not an inch of beauty on him. His eyebrows were here, up to here. All his cheekbones were like ice cold cut metal, sharp bones and angles. And he went and I thought, well, God is right. People will literally subtract this self themselves from this earth. And in those days, I promise you church, you will remember the time that I invested here. So help me God. God says, learn my word, hide it deep in your heart by learning and memorizing the word of God, and that will save you. In prayer and fasting, I will protect you. Read my holy scriptures, and in the time just before my coming, you will not be fooled by the appearance of these lights and otherworldly beings that will present themselves to you as brothers, saviors, and friends. More will follow on this issue as my servant continues to make my words known to my people. Well, this prophecy was three and a half years ago and before the Lord, I can attest that I spent almost four months, Nephilim, fallen angels, giants, the undead, the Wendigo, 
creatures that I had never been acquainted with in my life until the Lord began to open them up for the sake of his body who doesn't believe anything. They don't even believe when the fake pastor is fake. So how can they believe that the handsome man is really some being? I have made the, the, the words known to the people. This was three and a half years ago. I have covered every single one of the prophecies that God gave me, that he gave me to publish, not the ones that are my private things. God says to the holy and the righteous who hate this world and its lust, I'm coming for you. Endure a little while until we meet at the end. I am coming and my reward is sure. But to the others, the goats who are not sheep, the evildoers, the idol worshipers, don't think it's only the Muslims. It is every single person in the church who has their sacred idol that you can't talk about because he's a man of God. Is he though? Do you even know which God we're talking about here? Baphomet is also a God. Keep that in mind. A man who is a man of Baphomet is also a man of God. Be careful who your man of God is, church. The proud, the one who uncovers his nakedness with his, with his brother. This is sleeping with your sibling's wife, sleeping with your own sibling, sleeping with your own kind, man to man, woman to woman. And God said many more who commit sin. I'm also coming to the righteous. He says, I'm coming and my reward for you is sure to these ones. I am coming and my diligence will be to repay you in full measure. Everything that you have paid as wages of sin to me. So please bear in mind the title of this prophecy is desolation of desolations part four. A desolation is a thing, a person, a being, or an occurrence that leaves another despondent, broken down, hopeless, and destroyed. And we have certainly heard in this prophecy who will be responsible for most of that. The deceiver who will come as brother and family. Thank you for being with me. This is the master's voice. Thank you to all of you who support this channel. Please give me a moment to respond and I will do my best to get back to you. May God re replace your seed. May he multiply it back to you. May God minister these words into the hearts of the faithful. Those who are listening, Jesus loves you and the Lord is kind. These are words of kindness. Anybody who wants to protect your life, protect the life of your teens, protect your children's lives, protect your family members' lives. It is love. Love warns, love chastises, love rebukes, love cautions. If you have done well, love will applaud you. But if you have done poorly, you can't expect love to clap for your error. That is not love. That is deception. This is Celestial with the Master's Voice. And until I see you again, goodbye.